Welcome back to the St. Coleman Podcast. Today, a special episode because it's our first episode face-to-face and with a live audience. We have joining us a rising Irish musician with a new EP out, 27, Robert Grace. Thank you for coming in. Uh, well, first off, how was your experience in secondary school? Uh, do you feel you draw like a lot of influence from your upbringing into your music? Uh, my experience in secondary school was pretty, I mean, I was... I went. I was saying to you earlier, like went to a school with very few people, so uh, I felt like I knew exactly what to do to get away with certain <laughs> certain things. Uh, but yeah, I actually enjoyed secondary school. Like I never had an easy enough time. Thankfully, um, I was one of the only people who played music, so I was asked to play a guitar for every choir, every concert going. So I used to get a lot of free get away from class a lot, which was great. Uh, well, not great, uh, but yeah, yeah. And then I mean, in terms of where I got my kind of musical inspiration from. I grew up in a really musical family. My dad has played kind of traditional Irish music all his all his life. He was in a band when I was born called Drop the Penny. He's in a band now called Celtic Cats. And then I was a huge fan of Christy Moore. I don't know if you know who Christy Moore is. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I was a massive fan of him growing up. And then my brother got into a band, kind of punk rock. It was called Scuba Dice. Yeah, they were on Eurostar. Do you remember you were like years ago? Yeah. Eurostar was on. And... Uh, yeah, I just I got into that kind of music then and kind of mixed that music with more poppy stuff and singer songwritery kind of stuff, and that's where I kind of got my sound at, in the end. So. Yeah, nice. Uh, my name's Luke, by the way. As Ben said earlier, your new EP 27 just released like last Friday, and um, big congratulations, by the way. It, it's it's an amazing. Um, but I was just wondering, like uh, like two years ago during lockdown. It was life's a lot different, you know. Did you find hearts, find inspiration, or anything like that? Um, no, I mean, I, I luckily, luckily enough, I w- it wasn't too bad. I was able to kind of right away. I didn't. I know a lot of artists at that kind of hit a brick wall at that point and found it very hard to do anything. But uh, for me, I mean, I got signed during lockdown, which really helped, I suppose, and that gave me a lot of inspiration as well. So, yeah, I was. I think just the, the timing for me, kind of was good you know I, I'm not fond of being around a lot of people all the time either so uh, I like my own time so I was yeah I got a lot done to be fair thank you thanks very much nice nice um, on one of your tracks I Need You Back um, it was co-written by the Norwegian duo ASV how was it working with other artists and will you do it again yeah that was it was over Zoom that we actually did it I didn't actually see them in, in person at all I recorded all my vocals at home and then I sent them over to them they produced it uh, so the way that worked is like they kind of made a bit of like a, you know, like a loop, a guitar loop, and was like, and I just kind of came up with the melody and the lyrics, on top of that, and then sent over all the stuff, and they did it. And yeah, I mean, I definitely do it again. I'm after, I suppose, since I got signed of, in terms of that kind of stuff, like collaborating with people, I've done, I'd say, the bones of maybe seventy sessions with people that have been, you know, so like there's about bones of seventy songs there, somewhere. <laughs> Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, my name's uh, Tommy. Uh, I was just wondering, did your um, style of songwriting change over the years, or has it been the same since like beginning? Oh, it's definitely changed. Yeah, I yeah I started off doing very um, you know singer songwriter kind of stuff. I mean the early kind of Ed Sheeran type thing, and then I I felt like at the time there was a lot of people in Ireland doing that kind of stuff, um, so I tried to be a little bit different. Um, so I decided to go a bit more, you know, poppy and try and uh, mix with the, you know, songwriter 
singer-songwriter stuff with the more poppy stuff. Yeah, so there's been a definitely an evolution in the, the writing that I've done. Uh, I'd say it'll even be in the next five years it'll change again, you know. With the times. Yeah, exactly. Just like you said before, like your dad was in the trad band and your brother was in the thing. Uh, um, but do you ever think you'll collab with them? Like, especially like with the, maybe a traditional style with the Celtic Cats or like a punk rock style with the scuba dice, having an Oasis moment kind of thing. Definitely, yeah. I mean, I've often played like, you know, pub gigs a few years ago with my dad and stuff like that, which is, was, which is great. I mean, I, I'm sure we'll, do, we'll definitely do a song at some point. I've, I've recorded them and stuff before as well, and, but yeah, it'd, be, it'd definitely be something I'd like to do, yeah. do a song together. Because TikTok, to be fair, the song they, uh, the song they used like TikTok, was it called? It's fantastic. Like the scuba dice one. They were all wearing like kilt, like kilts and like cross dressing and stuff. Like it was pretty. Oh yeah. Yeah. Back in two thousand seven, like yeah, that was yeah, pretty yeah. good. Like. Yeah, that, that that was good. I used to. I mean, I was. I mean, I know my brother was in the band, but I was like a hardcore yeah. fan of them as well. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, of course, mental health is a huge theme of most of your most recent songs, and I was just wondering, does it feel therapeutic? to pour these feelings into your songs? Uh, definitely, I suppose, um, you know, a lot of lads find it hard to, uh, you know, talk about how they're feeling, you know, I mean, I suppose it goes from like growing up and being made kind of feel like, you know, it's, you know, it's, you're not supposed to cry, you're not supposed to say how you're feeling, all that kind of stuff, and I mean, I'd definitely be like, I'd definitely be like that, not in terms of the way I'd say it to other people, but in terms of me, I find it very hard to talk about how I'm feeling, but in, you know, I'm lucky I have the songs, I'm able to put it into the song and then, you know, I don't need to actually start a conversation with someone to tell them how I'm feeling, they can just listen to the song and then if they want to ask me questions, no hassle, but I don't need to start it, I don't need to go, this is, this is what's wrong, or, you know, so it's definitely easier for me, a lot of people don't have that, you know, so I'm, I'm lucky enough. Uh, could I ask how you discovered that, how you discovered to pour out your emotions that way, instead of... Um, I think it was just accidental, just writing a song and then realizing at the end going, hey, that, that's about me, you know, and without actually thinking about it during the process, it's only at the end and I look at it and I'm like, that, that makes a lot of sense, you know. Um, your popularity on TikTok has skyrocketed and we know that it's great help with your music out there, but did it also help with like relationships to other artists and all that? Yeah, I mean, you know, as you probably know yourselves, TikTok is after, you know, taking over yeah. everything. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's what got me signed, I suppose, as well. I, I, I bought Fake Fine at the time, and it, it started to do really well, and then, you know, I got labels interested, but then it just blew up, and kind of, that's, like, I didn't get any playlisting on Spotify or anything like that. You know, when you release a song, usually you're hoping that Spotify will get behind it, and you'll get put on New Music, New Music Friday and all these other types of playlists, and um, I didn't get that, but because of TikTok, it, uh, you know, I just organically got a good following, so. You're playing uh, Cypress Avenue tonight, right? And uh, Independence in the summer. Do you ever get stressed out or has that feeling like disappeared over the years? Um, I mean, I feel like, I mean, I'm just happy that I'm able to play gigs now. I mean, there was a, there was a point where I was very close to giving up and, and packing it in and it was just before I released Fake Find that I was thinking of doing that, you know, it's absolutely had, had absolutely no money, you know, um, found it very hard to kind of pay any kind of bill and then 
I was at it for about 10 years at this point, so I was very close to kind of just throwing in the towel and, and being like, no, this is, this is it, I've, I've given, it, given it a good go. And I mean, thankfully things worked out in the end. And yeah, I'm just delighted to be able to play a gig. I'm, I'm so happy that gigs are back, you know, with, with COVID and everything. Um, really looking forward to playing Independence as well. And yeah, really looking forward to tonight in Cypress Avenue. Um, would there be a person that would get you through this? Or would it just be like got through that time before fake fine uh i mean just my family in general like you know the, the I, i'm very lucky to have such a supporting family i mean i was never once told like oh, i'd go get a, a real job or you know all that kind of stuff yeah. so i've always had uh, you know a million percent they were always always been a million percent behind me so oh, yeah. Yeah. support is what oh you yeah 100 have you been recognized yet like has it been like the moment where you've been like oh i know you yes yeah, it's, it's it's mad it just like to be honest, I don't go go out an awful lot. So, but yeah, it's it's been crazy the the couple of like the couple of times I've gone out and been recognised and um, it's mad the amount of kids like little kids because I, I feel like people my own age wouldn't come up to like they might notice me but they wouldn't really come up yeah. and say anything. Whereas like little it's kids, kids just that absolutely have the confidence. Just, yeah, just come up and be like because they don't you know, see anything wrong. They don't have any, like they don't have any shame. And then the amount of them that know fake fine and are just screaming you know the curse words at me. <laughs> yeah, it's been mental. Still, kind of getting my head around it and like not realizing how many people would know the songs or know me, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, before we hand you over to our a lovely audience, uh, what's your like most played Spotify artist like? Um, I see. I, I'm I'm all about songs more than artists, I suppose. Yeah. But I do. I mean, I love. I don't know if you'd know John Bellion. He's you know he wouldn't be as big in Europe, but he'd be big in America. Yeah. I'd love his style of music. Um, you know, I like Charlie Poo, I like Black Bear. Um, I have kids, so the Wiggles are a huge kind of <laughs> on, my, on my Spotify account. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Charlie Poo, Black Bear, John Belly, and that kind of stuff. Just guys like that. It's fantastic. Well, uh, open you up to the audience. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a few we heard anyway. Have a few questions for you. Uh, yeah. In your own opinion, which one of your songs has the most interesting inspiration behind it? Um, that's a good question. I'd say, I'd say probably Fake Fine for like, as in, just in terms of it was the first song that kind of, it was the first song I did that was really personal and that had that kind of uh, personal input and like was actually about me. All the songs before that were fairly, just stories and stuff like that from personal experience, but Fake Fine was the first one where it had a genuine connection to, to my life, so I, I mean, you know, I'd, I'd say fake fun. What was your uh, first interaction with a fan like? Um, I think it was uh, probably like a nine-year-old came up to me and was like, "Are you are you that guy from TikTok?" <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, "I hope I could be." You know? And then they just said that they loved me. They, I don't even know if they knew my name. But they just knew <laughs> they knew my face and knew that I sang fake fine and. Yeah, they, I think I signed something or they got a photo with me. Yeah, it's very weird. <laughs> That's so cute. Floating around somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So, Adam, like you talked about how Fake Fine blew up on TikTok, but do you think there was anything in particular that you did with that song or like how you released it? Was there anything that you think made that blow up on TikTok or was it just that it was relatable for people at the time? I think that the pandemic element in it helped kind of it, it blow up as well. I mean, I, I started writing the song in like January uh, and then I finished it the week we went into lockdown and that's where the kind of, I said, I'll throw in the pandemic element and just see it could be the worst idea ever or it could work out and thankfully it, it worked out. And I think that that's like, 
you know, people who wouldn't have experienced depression or anxiety uh, before, that, like a lot of new people kind of experienced it during lockdown, and I think that's it then, just brought those people over as a fan of the song then. You know. Yeah, thanks. I'm sure you were already brief, but is there any chance that you could sing a song for us? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, lovely. Definitely. Lovely. Get that going anyway. Yeah. Yeah, sure, I'll sing, I'll sing Fake Fine. Just for it. Yeah, and make sure you feel free to sing along if you want to. I'm sure it'll be okay for, for, for today. <clears throat> 27, life is Armageddon. I've got clinical depression because my mind's an imperfection. I fall asleep, wait, I don't want to wake up, but I never want to take another pill to make me fake fine. I'll get some help. Sit down with my therapist, don't try to teach me lessons But I forget just what the question is Cause I'm a fuck up, lucky with my hands cuffed Behind my back, trying to keep myself intact I'm feeling great like Carol Baskin, hope you know it's all in that Cause it's so much easier to lie Woo! Well, bad love, give you someone like me Catch up above water, but you still can't even breathe It's a pandemic, it's a disease and it's following me well, bad luck give you someone like me got you above water but you still can't even breathe it's a pandemic it's a disease and it's following me you hide your problems at the bottom of the bottle you forget it all tonight but it's just twice as bad tomorrow when you're sober, you just want to stay at home But all your friends, they call you up And they convince you to go out again These days it's cocaine and illusion But your fake lips just repeat And all your friends think they're they been no different Cause none of them ever feel better They do so much drugs and they probably regret it And yet how cool is it the other readers Go cool that they just don't get what they're getting It's so much easier to lie Woo! Well, bad luck, give you someone like me Gotcha Above water, but you still can't even breathe. It's a pandemic, it's a disease, and it's following me. Well, bad luck, give you someone like me. Gotcha. Above water, but you still can't even breathe. It's a pandemic, it's a disease, and it's following me. It's like a movie. It's not the remake. Oh. For now, I pretend that I'm fake fine. It's like a movie. It's like a movie. It's not the real me. Oh, maybe next time. But for now, I pretend that I'm fake fine. Bad luck, give you someone like me. Gotcha. Above water, but you still can't even breathe. It's a pandemic. It's a disease. And it's following me. Bad luck, give you someone like me. Gotcha. Above water, but you still can't even breathe. It's a pandemic, it's a fucking disease. following me. Thanks again to Robert Grace for joining us in school today. If you enjoyed this episode, check out our socials on Instagram and Twitter at Coleman's Podcast. And now, to finish this episode on a high note, pun definitely intended, here's Robert Grace. Can't stand to see me walk out the door. Try to fight the feelings The thought alone is killing me right now 